welcome to Good Faith Reads. I'm your host, Mitch Randall. I'm the CEO at Good Faith Media. Good Faith Reads is a short podcast released twice a month in which we focus on one of our book authors at Good Faith Media. We've published more than 150 titles under the Nurturing Faith book imprint, and we invite you to check them out at goodfaithmedia.org forward slash bookstore. Today's guest is Imam Imad Inchasi, author of Cloud Miles. He is joining us remotely from Oklahoma City, Oklahoma. Imad, welcome to the podcast. Thank you for having me. It's a pleasure. Well, it seems like uh, a couple of years now since we've been working on this project, Imad, Cloud Miles is now out for readers' pleasure. Uh, and then there is a supplementary uh, short film that goes along with it. So this is the whole package. So I want to begin with this question, Imad. A standard question that we ask all our authors at Good Faith Reads is this. Tell our listeners in one sentence, and I know you, it may take two or three, what is the book about? The book is about humanity, our common humanity. Simply put in, 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 in one sentence, it's about what brings us together. Since you and I go way back and we're good friends, I know the answer to this question, but our listeners don't. So was there a critical life experience that shaped your need or desire to write this book? Absolutely. Um, my entire life has been um, a Forrest Gump, so to speak, kind of life. Um, uh, I have been, I was born in a refugee camp uh, in Lebanon from a Palestinian father and a, a Syrian mother. Both are refugees in Lebanon. I grew up in refugee camps. Um, I received um, my love uh, from Christian schools and Christian um, uh, uh, Christian schools and, 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 and Christian organizations. Also at the same time, uh, 1800 of my friends and family were butchered in a, what was called a, um, uh, by, by the Christian phalangists in 1982. So made a run uh, to Lady Liberty here in the United States of America. And then uh, I started um, interfaith work uh, to bring out the common humanity that we have, despite the tag of faith, despite the tag uh, that might separate us, uh, deep inside we are similar. Um, as a Muslim in America, also I face all kind of prejudice, but I use my experience in Lebanon uh, to bring out that prejudice to a minimal and to outreach to those people, even those who do not want to outreach to me. That's my whole life story. You know, what I took from the book and the short film, Imad, was that you have lived a very uh, interesting, very complicated at times, uh, very uh, challenging life as a Palestinian refugee. Uh, your dad uh, was displaced uh, after the Israeli occupation, moved to Lebanon, uh, and that in itself could have sent you down a path of radicalization. And then the massacre that took place in Beirut could have also sent you down even more so down a path of radicalization. But you have chosen mercy and love and hope and have committed your life to bringing people together, as you said, the book is about that word mercy. I know it means a lot to you. 
Could you unpack that for our audience just briefly? The Christian nun that took care of me, or I thought she was only took care of me, um, her name was Miss Rahma. Uh, Miss Rahma was a Christian nun that uh, fed me, clothed me, uh, took care of me, even sugar, give me sugar candy. I always mention in my talk sugar candy because I could still taste that sugar candy to this day. Really fascinating, Mitch, because I have now refugees from Afghanistan right here in Oklahoma City, and I have sugar candy for them. Um, Ms. Rahma was very special that my mom was often jealous of her because I would mention her all the time. Uh, Ms. Rahma never talked to me about Jesus, but I knew she was Christian somehow from the clothes she wore and the cross that she had, the big cross that she had in her neck. Um, fast forward, um, the love that Ms. Rahma has given me was deep in my heart. Uh, when I was 17, um, I was exposed to a terrible massacre uh, in Beirut, Lebanon, and the perpetrator who came inside my refugee camp invoked Jesus and Mary's name um, as they butchered 1,800 people, as I said. Um, when they were invoking Jesus and Mary's name, the only Jesus and Mary's name I knew are the Jesus and Mary's name that were invoked by Ms. Rahma um, uh, as she fed me, clothed me, and took care of me so that two Jesuses, so to speak, clashed in my in my in my heart and then the jesus that loves is the one who actually eventually won because as i made a as i as i left the as i left the refugee camps and came to the united states of america um, every single organization i've been involved in uh, bear the name of rahma because rahma in arabic means mercy actually um i got to learn the other day that um, you know, Christianity is all about love, of course, but the, the same word that Jesus would say, would use for love is Rahim, which is Rahmah, which is mercy. So every single organization I've been involved in, in Oklahoma City and abroad, uh, including Mercy Education Foundation, Mercy Food Pantry, Mercy Free Clinic, uh, Mercy, um, you know, Cemetery, Mercy Mosque, uh, Mercy Youth, that youth uh, system, even my chair at Oklahoma City University is called Mercy Chair of Islamic Studies. Bear the name of a Christian nun. And we'll be right back with more Good Faith Reads. I'm Mitch Randall, CEO of Good Faith Media, and we're proud to announce a Better Way initiative. A Better Way. People of faith are too often cast as only narrow-minded and fundamentalist. This image is false, so let's not surrender the truth. A Better Way. This initiative from Good Faith Media will focus people of faith on giving voice to justice, to inclusion, to love. These values define the faith communities so many of us know. A Better Way initiative from Good Faith Media. Go to goodfaithmedia.org and click on initiatives. There's more to tell. Welcome back to Good Faith Reads. Today we're joined remotely by Imam Imad Inchasi, author of the Good Faith Media book, Cloud Miles. I'm Mitch Randall, CEO of Good Faith Media. 
Imad, could you tell us about your writing process? Did you set weekly goals or give yourself daily word count mandates? Did you ever face writer's block? Just talk about your writing process. My writing process and my preaching process are exactly the same, is uh, speak from the heart. Uh, in the prophetic tradition that I believe in, uh, we were told if you preach from the heart or write from the heart, it would reach people's hearts. Uh, and if you preach and write uh, from the lips or the fingers, then it will reach the people, people's uh, ears. So uh, my writing style is I, I tell a story and I, I, I will make you make your own, um, uh, uh, you come up with your own words or come up with your own conclusions. I don't conclude in any of my story. I just simply tell a story that could be used uh, some of my stories I heard have been used by preachers, by rabbis, by, by different people. So I just tell a story and it just happened to be a hundred percent true life story. And I let my audience actually uh, uh, bring out their conclusions. So I speak from my heart. I wrote from my heart and hopefully it would reach the people's hearts. Well, your story is absolutely inspiring, uh, is a lovely story. We were honored to be able to publish uh, this book. Um, another question I have for you, Ahmad, uh, your mother is still living uh, in Beirut, Lebanon. Uh, your dad, unfortunately, passed away uh, very, very uh, too soon, I should say. Um, when the book came out, what did your mom say? And then the follow-up question to that is, how do you think your dad would have reacted to the book? My mom is, is so proud of me that every time I go to her to visit her in her house, she have the book displayed. Uh, she have my picture displayed. She have the book displayed. Um, uh, my mom, uh, of course, uh, when I was missing during the massacre, thought um, that I was among those who have died. And, you know, back then there was no social media, no internet, no uh, uh, cell phones, none of that stuff. So uh, she tells me when the book came out, she felt overwhelmed, just like the way when I first uh, came back from the massacre knocking on her door. Uh, when I came back from the massacre knocking on her door, she slaps me and hugs me at the same time and smells me and count my fingers. So um, she caressed me in such a way that now she caresses my book. Um, and every time a neighbor comes or a relative comes, here's my son's book. Here's my son's book. Look what he wrote about me. Look what he wrote about his experience. Um, so, yes, uh, to, to compare uh, the day I was found alive after being missing for days to the day that I gave her my book and I dedicated that book to her. It was it was uh, overwhelmingly joyful for her. And what do you think your dad would say if he were able to read the book now? Oh, you want to make me cry. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, my dad shop still in in Beirut, Lebanon to this day. Me and you went to visit it, and uh, and 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 uh, is is a shop of charity, is a ch is a shop of mercy now. Although we don't need the income from that from that shop, but I know we are living his legacy of uh, giving the best produce he used to give to charity. And he used to tell us, you know, uh, you give the best for God. You don't give leftovers for God. So we're still doing the same thing to this day. So um, I, think, I think my dad would have been um, 
very joyful, not only because I wrote a book, but because we lived uh, to fulfill his dream um, as a people of charity. Well, I know he would be proud of you as well as I know for a fact your mother is proud of you because when I traveled to Beirut, Lebanon with you, you were known in Beirut as the James Patterson of Lebanon. So it was very impressive to see everybody coming up and talking to you and congratulating you on the book. Well, thank you, Ahmad. Thank you. An important note to all of our listeners, we at Good Faith Media are always accepting book proposals. Our authors engage with an experienced team of editors, designers, and marketers to produce and sell on a variety of topics. If you have a book proposal you would like to run by us, head on over to goodfaithmedia.org forward slash bookstore for more information. That's goodfaithmedia.org forward slash bookstore. Imad, I wonder if you might read for us a sentence or two from the book that you think is critical for listeners to hear, either because it represents uh, the, the spirit of the book or because you think it's especially important for folks to hear right now. Absolutely. The passage I chose was on, on page 31, and the Christian phalanges soldiers had taken brushes they dipped them in the blood of their victims and painted red cross crosses throughout the camp. I remember most vividly their laughter. It was an astonishing bit of irony that the people bringing aid to our camp also displayed a red cross. It was also an irony that the red cross were on the ambulances and on the coast of the medics on the coats of the medics, I again thought of the soldier invoking the name of Jesus and Mary as they butchered my neighbors in cold blood. But I also thought of how I had heard the same name invoked by Miss Rahma, Miss Mercy, who fed me and clothed me, and how I invoked the same name for safety. I make no conclusion, uh, but what I'm trying to say in this passage is do not generalize. Um, I'm, a, I'm a person who would see my family and my friend's blood um, being painted on my refugee camp. But at the same time, the people who fed me, clothed me and took care of me and rescued me were the Red Cross. Our guest today on Good Faith Reads has been Imad Inchasi author of Cloud Miles. The book, along with more than 150 other titles, is available as both a print book and ebook at goodfaithmedia.org forward slash bookstore. Imad, we appreciate you being a guest today, but more importantly, we appreciate you. Thank you for sharing your story. Thank you so much and God bless you.